Okay. Hey, everybody. This is Brayden. Welcome to Funnels or Die Radio. Um, I'm here with a very special guest. I'm here with Michael Ross Maitland. Um, He's a Two Comic Club winner, and um, I'm super excited to see his story and um, learn a ton from him today. Um, So I'm super stoked that he got got on here today. Um, So I guess my first question for you, Michael, is um, what's your business backstory? Kind of tell a little bit about what business you're in and um, why you got into that. Yeah, man. Yeah, excited to be here. Thank you, Graydon. Um, so, basically, my my business is in the TEFL industry, T-E-F-L industry, which is teaching English as a foreign language. And oh, wow. my business basically it sells TEFL courses around the world. So, for four weeks, if you're coming out of university, if you want to get a uh, if you want to go and teach English abroad, you can go and train in Costa Rica, for example, for four weeks, learn all about how to teach English, and then get a guaranteed job afterwards for six months or longer in Costa Rica. And so we target like new university graduates. We send them to one of 30 different countries. Um, a couple of countries would be Thailand, China, Vietnam, um, Spain, Italy, Czech Republic, Mexico, Costa Rica, Guatemala, Peru, Argentina, Japan, just out of Japan. So, so we, we send people there and they have an amazing transformational experience because they've never really um, lived abroad before. So we help them to live abroad, get paid to live abroad, do something good with their time so they're passing the English language. And they go over and they have a transformational experience and they come back to and the home country, uh, a better person, basically. So, um, so yeah. Wow. So each course, each course is around about two thousand dollars, and we got into the two common club this year. Um, actually, so I'm excited to get on stage and, and accept that award at Funnel Hacking Live. Yeah, that's amazing. That's insane. So, like, most people when they get into the two common club, it's it's based on like something like ecom or doing a. Uh, uh, course, but yours seems it's more live in person. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, I would say I'm quite unique. I'm in quite a unique industry. It's very niche and like, <clears throat> or very niche as as the Americans say. Um, but um, like some people say, oh wow, that's an amazing niche, like great niche. Right. And you hear what I do and I'm like, I'm like, I don't even see it as a niche. Like, I didn't have a list of niches and, and be like, I'm going to pick this niche. Like, that's not how I did it. Um, I had a goal, and this is something that your listeners can learn from, like, I had a goal of just getting good at business. Like, mm. I didn't actually pick from a long list of niches and say, I'm going to do a business in that. I just saw an opportunity and I just ran with it and wow. did it very, very part-time. And then as it sort of grew and I got more business skills, I actually got better at it, and I was only practicing business. I wasn't actually trying to build a business. I was just recruiting people to teach English abroad on a very part-time basis, and then it sort of took off. And then I learned how to do it better, and then started building a business. But I was three and a half years um, before I paid myself, like, and that's because I wasn't making any money. So. So I was three and a half years just recruiting people. I changed the offer, and, and as soon as I changed the offer, I started to make more money. And then 
um, three and a half years in, I paid myself a big chunk of money to like to write my first paycheck. <laughs> big. Wow. Um, and then I kept paying myself from, from then on, and it took a long time. Like I had a lot of growth ceilings during that time. There were things that I couldn't let go of. Like I didn't want to let go of the sales every time I did. I felt like I'd made a mistake because the person wasn't as good as me. And I had to learn some hard lessons in order to grow that I'm never going to grow unless I actually use leverage and leverage other people. And um, even if they're not as good as me, it's, it's, it's right. I have to let them fail. And what's, what happened there was that I, with that faith in other people and choosing the right people, making sure that I got the right people on board, because, you know, hiring people is difficult as well. Yeah, um, yeah. And I made a few mistakes to start with, but... Like, once I got the right person and job and then trained them right, they actually were better at me than sales. And then I was able to grow, grow more. So, so I'm actually teaching business growth principles now. Like, I've got a mastermind in Bangkok. Um, actually, tomorrow I've got a mastermind taster session. I've got about 30 people coming, 30 business owners, and we're going to talk about business growth principles. That's, that's one of the business growth principles that I had to personally learn, and it, and it was very painful. Because when you see money being lost, it's painful. Like, yeah, if I'm if I'm making like I don't know if I if I make like a thousand dollars a day, and then I give it to someone else and they're making like three hundred dollars a day, like you you look at that seven hundred dollars and you're like, that's a mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but it gradually increases, and then they're they're better than you. Like you have to have faith that you can't. As an entrepreneur, you cannot grow and do everything. Like, wow. you cannot grow your business unless you unless you give it away to other people and other tasks to other people. So, that's huge. Yeah, man. Geez, so much stuff here. <laughs> oh man. Um, so, like, I wanted to ask you, um, what's your what's your why? Like, um, what's your the main thing that like motivates you behind what you do? Yeah, good question. Okay, so right now my why is my kids. Like I've got like five kids um, and a wife, a beautiful wife, and uh, my why is to basically make a better life for them. Um, and also I'm really hungry after personal growth. Like I'm just so obsessed with learning how to become a better person and how to become a better business person. And um, so that original why that I had is to learn how to do business, like I still have that within me and it's deep roots it's very hard to get rid of that. Um so I love like growing and learning different things and um the problem with personal growth and relating that to business growth is that it's very painful. Like you have to stretch yourself. Like right now I've just finished um I just delegated my company to my managers. So Tefl Heaven, which is the name of my company for um, the teaching which abroad programs, um I've delegated that to my managers. That was painful because um given it away sort of pretty much most of the work and I'm doing a little bit of strategy, but I have to do that to be able to grow my mastermind company in Bangkok and, mm. and also this other business of, te- of teaching people how to do my business. Um, and both those two businesses, you should never do three businesses, by the way. <laughs> yeah. But, so I'll do it. Um, these two extra businesses, one of them is really easy to just teach you what I know and helping other people build a business like mine. So that's really easy. Like, I love that because it doesn't take much. It's very easy pivot. Um, 
and there's really a lot of people that are excited to, to learn that. Um, but for the mastermind company, I've never done, I mean, I've taught business before, but I'm not a business coach. Um, or I don't think myself as one. I should really think myself as one. <laughs> oh, really? I, I feel less like an imposter. Um, but I'm good at teaching, and, I'm, and I know a lot of stuff about business. So I'm just helping other people see where they can grow their businesses, and I'm really, really excited about it. I'm also really nervous because, like, I've never done it before. All um, right. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a mixture of excitement. Like I've got to prepare today, and I'm not ready yet. Like I've got stuff in my mind, like what I'm going to share in that 90 minute meeting tomorrow. Like I've got 30 business owners coming. I've not got any slides. I've just got what's in my head. And wow. I'm just going to like build the conversation and help them see where I've sort of grown my business and see how it can relate to their business. So, yeah, do you know when you start something new, the very first time you do it is the most exciting, but it's also the most nervous, and that's what I feel like right now. Great. Just before going to this mastermind. Wow. Jeez. So you, I, I like what you said about um, almost. Like I've I've had this feeling too, feeling like an imposter. Um, but I know I know mm-hmm. Russell talks about how you how you just have to be one step ahead, uh, and just one chapter ahead, mm-hmm. and then you're you're qualified to teach somebody. Um, but how do you how do you get over that feeling of feeling like an imposter, even though you know you have value to give? So I think like the way that I'm overcoming it is just thinking about what I have achieved and where the learning points were. Like, that's why I'm, I'm quite, like, even though I'm nervous about tomorrow, I think when I get up there, I'm going to be really comfortable because I'm not just making it up in my head. Like, these are real experiences that I've had and learning points that I've had. And mm. I've already, I've sort of tested it on a lower level, like, I have to be honest. I've been teaching some of these principles one-on-one to business owners over the past, like, mm, six months or something. So I'm not going to be a total novice in the teaching part. Um, and I've saw where people are struggling, and I've totally given them value. And they've been like, huh, that's interesting. Like, they don't know that. But <laughs> like, I'm finding business owners that don't know, like, things that are just so straightforward, like just recording your sales statistics. Right. And, like, trying to improve trying to improve your conversion rates and um, then trying to get more people to see your offer. Like, you just, I don't, I don't know. Some people just aren't laser focused and growing. I guess that's what it is. And some people, they're just doing, they're doing business. And in better commas, like, I'm doing business, but I'm not growing my business. And even one guy like, I spoke to recently, he, he didn't, like, as a, this is only for people who want to grow their business. Do you want to grow your business? Because it like didn't want to. He was like, you know, I'm all about growth. And my head is like, I don't know if I believe you, man. Um, because when I'm sharing things that would help him grow, he's interested, but he just, he, the fire's not there. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. And he's, very, very, he's a very spiritual guy. He's guy that spoke, to, spoke with us, this business owner. That's my, my friend in Bangkok. Very, very spiritual guy. Right. Um, but I kind of felt from him that he couldn't connect making more money with helping more people. Like, I think he had in his mind when you make more money, it's selfish. Like, it's for you. 
because you're making right. more money, right? Um, yeah. The shape of them, like, you honor your customers when you grow your business. Like, you honor them because you're able to give them more, you're able to improve your products, you're able to serve them better if you have more money. And of course, you're going to get more rewards. But, I mean, Apple wouldn't be Apple if it didn't have billions to spend on its research and development, right? You didn't have the iPhone and the iPad and the right. MacBook and all that. If you didn't have, like, billions to spend on research and development. Mm. Um, so sometimes I think with business owners, and on my advert right now, I'm getting a lot of hate uh, comments from my, my Facebook ad for my mastermind. People are like, oh, another get-rich-quick scheme. And I'm like, comment, and I'm like, uh, actually, this is not a get-rich-quick scheme. This is for business owners, so you already have to have a business. This isn't for me. Right. Um, and I know there's tons of this crap around the internet about like, people you can make more money by you know, digital marketing agency or something. They're like, I get targeted by these guys every day. And I said, don't tell me the same brush, dude. Like, this is like proper business principles. Come and see. I'm convinced a few of them, but a few of the, a few of the other ones which is called the names that are not going to be convinced. So. Man. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's really good. Um, so I, I also wanted to ask you, um, uh, what's, what was your biggest struggle you faced getting your two comic club award? Because there, there's a journey behind this. Uh, a lot of people see, you know, the the achievements, but they don't necessarily see what, everything you went through to get there. Um, so I just wanted uh, to see, like, what the biggest struggle was during that journey. Yeah, um, I guess that the biggest struggle, the biggest struggle. Hmm. Let me think. So. So knowing that, like knowing that the parts of me that did not help grow the business and having to let those parts die, like old habits die hard. Mm, right? Yeah. And 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 sometimes like in order to be a better business, in order to have a better business, you need to be a better business owner and. Like, sometimes we don't want to get rid of some of these parts of us that we know are holding us back. Like, I'll, I'll share with you right now that um, I am overweight, I'm unfit, like, I'm heavier than I've ever been in my entire life. I'm looking at some of these other um, entrepreneurs that have, like, just a, a bit of muscle on the top, and, um, and I'm like, you know what, I should look better. I should look better, like, I should look like... I have a lot more control of my health as well as my wealth and as well as my business. So I should look more the part I'm going to be coaching. And so I've been trying to improve, but I just, I'm so obsessed with, like, right. work. <laughs> work above yeah. fitness. Um, this is just an example of the part of me that needs to die. Like, I need to change my life and become healthier for my kids, for my and business image, um, and just for my overall health, that I can live longer. But I'm right. totally resistant. Like, I think a lot of people can relate. It's very hard to change your lifestyle in terms of your eating habits and your exercise. Definitely. Um, so that's one part of me that I know, like, I'll have more energy and I'll be able to grow a better business if I actually better and healthier. 
it would be more productive as well. Right. Um, but on the way to the two comma club, like, um, there was parts of my personality that had to change as well. Like, I had to be a lot more a listener, and I had mm-hmm. to listen a lot more to my business partner. Like, I invited my business partner to, to the business, and he, I felt like he was a bit of a novice, and he would kind of say that as well at the very beginning, like, he was very much a novice. Um, but he's a really good friend. And so we worked together on it, and then he sort of grew as a person from the responsibilities that he had. But I still sort of saw him as, like, this little novice. Um, and the part where it changed was that I gave him control of one of the companies, um, and then I let him run it. And I felt um, I disagreed with him. I couldn't stop him anymore. <laughs> I couldn't stop him because yeah. it was really painful because I was like, oh no, like, this is the wrong thing. And he's like, well, I'm in charge now, so you're just going to have to suffer it and just watch what happens. And um, and one thing that he did was that he focused a lot on the conversion. He focused a lot on, like, I focused a lot on advertising, getting people through the funnel. He focused a lot on the conversion funnel. And actually, he, oh, okay. improved. he, he improved it and comes and um, when I came back I looked he'd made the same amount of money as me the previous year and I was like freaking out because there wasn't that many applications he hadn't done any extra advertising I was like what the fuck you haven't done any extra advertising yeah. <laughs> and, and then I was like I was like but you made the same money I was like how did you do that and I looked at the staff and I was like huh you've improved the conversion I was like how did you do that and then he explained all and so, yeah, like, letting go is actually a great thing. Actually, I would say, like, that point in the business, if I hadn't let go, like, I don't think we would be where we are today because the thing that's dead, it's just it's not on my mind. Like, I, I, I'm not, you can't be everything in the business. And the thing that he did was, from his perspective, um, he pushed it forward a massive amount um, Wow. So yeah. listening to others, <laughs> listening to others and not having the power, I guess, like letting other people take control of their responsibilities and letting them run with it and knowing that the, the skill's not always in you as well. So other people have good perspectives to help grow up. Man, that's really good. Wow. Um, so I also wanted to ask you, um, what are some ways to transform in your journey? So I know you were a different person probably even like a few months ago or a year from now, but um, before you got your two comma club award, how how do you think you transformed or even before you started the, the business? Um, how to transform? Yeah, good question. It's hard to recognize transformation sometimes because yeah. I think we change in a gradual a gradual level. Um but I think I've transformed in my attitude towards why I was doing things. Like, sometimes when you're behind the screen all the time, you think a lot about how you can get ahead. And sometimes your customers have forgotten about it a little bit. And the more I got involved with the customer, the more I realized what it was that I had. Like, I'd ask people, what's, what's the best thing about Tiffle Heaven? And they mm-hmm. turn around to me and they say, the people that they've met and the friends that they've met. And oh. I'm like, yeah, but what about like, the company? 
work with the company, and that's what she just needs to work with the company. Like, I'm trying to get a testimonial here. And they're like, that is the company. I'm like, huh? Right. And then I realized, like, this is what we did. Like, we brought people together, and just, like, cause imagine this, right? You're going abroad, and right. for the first time, you go to Thailand, and you, because our training is on a paradise island as well. So you go to this resort on a paradise island, you're around 23 people of the same age, maybe 23 years old, and you're all trying to become a teacher together, you're in this training course, you're experiencing this new country together, you're never ever bored, because you've always got something to talk about, because you're sharing all these new experiences, eating this new food, and learning this new culture. You're spending seven hours a day studying with them, and at least seven hours a day relaxing with them, so friendships are fast track. Like they feel like they've known these people for years. It's like a massive summer camp on a on a, on a paradise island in a foreign land. Um, and so they get really, really close. They get really close. Like they get so close to have lifelong friends that we create lifelong friends because of those three weeks on the island. And then they go and have this amazing experience teaching English mm. and and helping that country. So like when I'm like, what's your highlight of the program? They're like, the people that I've met and things I've met. Like, and that is what we do. Like, that's, that's the result. That's the result. It may not be the product. Like, the product is teaching English or learning how to teach English when you get a job afterwards. But the result is you have these amazing transformational experiences and all these great friendships. And so the, transform for, the transformation for me was seeing that, like, understanding what I had. Because that, that took a couple of years, like, Right. I didn't understand what happened until a couple of years later. And then I was like, wow, what we have is amazing. <laughs> what, I've got a great product, man. It's yeah. It's selling wicked on e-commerce. Do you know what I mean? Man. <laughs> man, that's a really good response. <laughs> oh. uh, I, this is, we're almost done here, but this is more of a, a strategic question, I guess. Um Mm-hmm. It's kind of based off of Russell's book, the 30 Days book, but I kind of wanted to ask you a similar question. Since you've, you've made it to what, like, a lot of people consider to be, like, their their end goal or their um, number one goal, I guess, um, what would you do if you lost everything and had to start from scratch again? Good question. Good question. So, I mean, I've got a lot of knowledge. The easiest thing for me to do would to you create the same product as I've just had. Like that right. just makes sense. Um, so I would go and um, I would find um, partners. I'd start advertising for the courses. I'd start doing interviews. And I'd start building up. Um, like I'd sell. Like I built this business by sales in the beginning. So people would feel my personality, my sincerity over the call. I'd get people on without any track record, like any results to get people on, which I did in the beginning. Then, after I've brought people abroad, I would leverage testimonials and survey results and show how good we are. And then I'd just, um, from there, scale up. That's um, awesome. More advertising. Yeah. So that would be the easiest thing for me to do, but to be honest, like, I've already done it. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to do that again. Like, I don't really want to build the same company again. Like, if if I was taking a more riskier stance, I'd do what I'm doing right now, which is teaching business 
is that's where my passion is switched to right now. Um, and so I built a, a mastermind company, which is what I'm doing. Um, and I teach people business growth principles uh, and seminars and attack masterminds. Business owners talking about, about how to grow. And I've shown them how I've done it and I've shown them how to apply it to their business. Awesome. Man, that's super cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I I really appreciate your time here today. Um, I understand you're probably really busy, so it's super cool just dropping gold nuggets everywhere on this on this episode. Um, I'm sure you're helping a ton of people out. Um, you, you gave so much value, and I want to thank you for that. Um, I just wanted to ask you before we end this, um, where can listeners go to learn more about how you can help them? Yes, yeah, so I have a Facebook group um, which is um, called Business Growth Secrets, and you can find it by going to bit.ly slash dm tactics, um, and you can join the group and you can get a free course in there as well. Um, so I haven't finished yet, but we'll be there soon. Um, and yeah, you can add me on Facebook. I've got a page. Um, Michael Ross Maitland, something like that. Um, but yeah, I'm giving away a lot of free content right now, so. Uh, and you can go to my Bangkok Mastermind if you want, so you have to travel. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do that. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, thank come you along, so man. Come along. That was awesome. You you are a huge inspiration, Alan. I thank you so much for being on the podcast episode. Um, and yeah, thanks. Awesome, Dana. Thank you so much. <laughs>